0: And welcome to the sports 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 podcast. podcast i'm joel anderson i'm jordan palmerville and joining us as always is the sports outsider phil rantai hey i'm here too yes you are phil yeah. as always you catch any games this week no joel i didn't catch any <laughs> games that- wait what's that announcer character you're doing <laughs> i don't know I'm that's just... his actual voice it it's was really a changing it up. podcast very strange cadence very i could not march to that cadence You couldn't be in drumline you could be in the movie Drumline. I best drummer you got what? That's from the movie Drumline. I believe just it. That's like best me. drummer you got. <laughs> I Just wanted to know if you caught any games. I'm, nope. tr- I'm trying to find a new way to ask you this, Phil, because I did. Uh, I did catch something that's similar to a game, though. I dug out Tecmo Super Bowl for the NES <laughs> because we were talking about it on the podcast yeah. recently. You were talking about it on the podcasts. Yes, plural. I'm, You've been. I tra- am. <laughs> I am f- Four uh, games into a season, I'm playing with the 49ers. Joe Montana is my quarterback. Jerry Rice is uh, one of my catchers. And catchers, w- r- wide, wide receivers, wide receivers. One of my receivers, and yeah, we're, I won all of the games. More than you know sixty what? points. You know are they Competitive a, or no? These were not competitive games. No, no they're competitive games. Yeah. Oh, they are. I'm just really good at that game. I played it a lot growing up. No, no, but I mean, like, are, are the games close? They can. Are you just dominating no? The I'm just. That's what I'm them. saying. Yeah. You know? Yes. I'm gonna, I'm gonna call this one a win for Phil. This is a win. This yeah, a win absolutely. So sports, video games. I'm taking it real quick. What are some of the teams you beat so far? The, uh, first the first round, I beat the Giants. First game, first game. <laughs> the first, se- the first, yeah, the first week. The first week, there you go. Week, week one. one. Um, uh, they, they, I believe either won the Super Bowl that year. or Were really good that year because it's always they the team that good. wins. When you Lawrence put Taylor. Auto. This, is, this uh, would have been like the '87. Megat was their runner that was always blowing me, blowing me away. Yes, Meggett. the legendary Dave name. Meggett. He was really good in the game. <laughs> he's, he he was pretty. He was fairly good for about two years. Yeah, but I think he's he's been his legacy has been cemented by Tecmo Ball, if nothing else. Oh, really? Yeah, um, he, I he returned the other kicks. Teams he be... he was like an okay running back for a short period of time. Yeah, I think um the Falcons was Vikings one of those. <laughs> the Falcons or Vikings, yeah. often mistaken. One of those. <laughs> <laughs> it was one of those that was another. They were purple. Yeah. Vikings, Vikings. Yeah. Yeah, this is a win. I'm excited. This yeah. is the most. This is, this is we're getting some. might here. be the most sports we've talked with you. Yeah. <laughs> so why don't we, podcast. we're going to continue. How about them 1991 Giants, huh guys? Yeah. They were, were a good team. They man. were a good team. We're going to continue tracking Phil's progress. <laughs> yeah, I'll play a couple games Tecmo a week Su- and I'll yeah, drop and in is with te- is, it, is Tecmo Super Bowl or Tecmo, Tecmo Bowl? Uh, it's Tecmo Super Bowl. For SNES? No, for oh, the NES. NES. Man. 90- Tecmo Super Bowl also came out for the SNES. That's the and one I played. Good. It was very good. Yeah. And it came out with the Genesis, too. But that I, was the one the kids just called Super. Yeah. Kids didn't call it SNES at the time. They just called no, it Super. Super Nintendo. Yeah. It was Nintendo and Super. Well, right. Yeah. At the time, there was only Nintendo. So Super Nintendo was like, wow. Yeah. It's, it's Nintendo, but Super. Yes, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> IOC drops wrestling from Olympic Games. What? what? Like yeah. Greco-Roman wrestling? Yes. And Freestyle. In a uh. surprise decision, the IOC dropped one of the oldest Olympic sports. Yeah. And perhaps oldest sports, period, uh, from the 2020 Games. Uh, freestyle and Greco-Roman events. It dates back to the first Olympics in 1896. Why did they drop? That makes no sense they would drop it? They needed that. to make more room for trampoline and synchronized diving events. There's a trampoline no, Olympic There's event? a d- Olympic event that is people jumping on trampolines and doing flips. Uh. Well, it basically, it's a, he said, it's not, it's not a case of what's wrong with wrestling. It's a case of what's right with twenty with our twenty five core sports. Now, in twenty twenty, golf and rugby are being added. So one had golf. to go. Golf. Yeah, right, right. I'm not completely opposed golf. to golf and rugby being no, added. No, golf doesn't feel Olympic. But wrestling is on one of those things, uh, one of those sports in the Olympics like running swimming they're very old human activities yeah. that we've probably been doing since the dawn of time yeah. also the only time we ever care about wrestling is during the olympics or oh. during summer slam <laughs> Unless- or wrestlemania Royal Rumble, that's Royal not, Rumble, the way out, a rage in the cage. None of these things are real wrestling, guys. The decision was made by secret ballot over several rounds to ensure the safety of committee members from surprise entrances by Undertaker, Ryback, <laughs> or Vince McMahon. Feed me more. <laughs> Feed me more. <laughs> uh, it it uh, it was voted. Uh, it was the one to go out of the final group. The finalists to get kicked off the island, as it were were modern pentathlon, oh. taekwondo, and field hockey. Taekwondo's gone? No, 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 no. This was the boring final group. Oh. Modern pentathlon, which combines fencing, horse yeah. riding, swimming, running, and shooting. They kept yeah. the modern pentathlon taekwondo over wrestling. and field or hockey. Or act, also known as act three of bad movies about the poor guy going to a rich high school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, They had to – there was an IOC program commission report that analyzed 39 criteria, including television ratings, ticket sales, anti-doping policy, global participation, popularity, and sexual arousal. Nice. Uh, With no official rankings or recommendations contained in the report, the final decision was made by a 15-member board, which was also subject to political, emotional, and sentimental factors, the sexual arousal thing. I talked about just a second ago. Here's my problem with this. Yeah? I've got many problems, but here's my number one problem. A lot of people in high school, wrestling's a big sport. College wrestling's a reasonably big sport. Yeah. All these people are training for something. What happens after college? Now it's just college. Yeah. Usually it would be like you try to be in the Junior Olympics, and then you try to be in the Olympics. Now it's just like, all right, now I can wrestle. Now what do I do? Beat my kids. No, you go to like your redneck (laughs) uncle's backyard wrestling thing. Yeah, but then... Right. Again, Come on. You, you watch WWE. Yeah. Kurt Angle was not a, the a, same a, kind of wrestling, but most most of the wrestlers in WWE are not uh, Olympic yeah. wrestlers. Just Kurt Angle. You know, I only think like this them. sort of proves what I've been saying for years, which is that the people in the IOC are complete nimrods. Whoa. Well, wait, we'll, wait. well hold <laughs> up on that criticism, Joel, because wrestling will now join seven other sports that are applying for inclusion in 2020. So now wrestling, having been kicked out of 2020, can now reapply. <laughs> wow. Now it faces some stiff competition. Yep. you got a combined bid from baseball and softball, karate, squash, a West Coast swing of roller sports, sport climbing, wakeboarding, and lastly... Wakeboarding? Yep. These are all applying. And lastly, w- wushu, which is a full-contact sport derived from Chinese martial arts. Well, there goes my wushu weird sports segment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Ugh. Uh roller sports it, uh, it's i can see you know, squash no, squash makes sense yeah, to no, me no no wrestling in the olympics like there, there has to come a point where it, the olympics ceases to become self-parody <laughs> and it's turning into the x games why is my olympics turning into the x Games? no it's it's turning into the point where the x games really is more legitimacy as an athletic <laughs> competition than the olympics does well hold that rage just one second phil okay Kevin Durant hates buzzer beaters. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> no! Kevin Durant must die! Bill has turned uh, green. His shirt uh, is split uh, in several uh, places. Uh, no! He's... Buzzer beaters are the greatest achievement in sports. How could an NBA All-Star hate the second most exciting play in basketball Se- to the what? majestic second? slam dunk? We second. are not rehashing or arguing about sports, guys. Well, well. He doesn't hate them per se. He hates taking them. Oh. Kevin Durant is the first NBA player to cop to something that M- people have suspected some NBA players have done for a long time, which was sometimes they'll make sure to hold a sec- uh, the ball a second too long uh, on a last-second half-court heave. What? So that it will not negatively impact their shooting percentage. Oh, <laughs> come on. Now, Tim Hardaway apparently did this his whole career. <laughs> now, Kevin Durant says, it depends on what I'm shooting from the field. First quarter from four for four— I let it go. What? Third quarter from like 10 for 16 or 10 for 17, I might let it go. But if I'm like 8 for 19, I'm going to go ahead and dribble one more second, let that buzzer go off, then throw it up there. So it depends on how the game's going. He is not doing what's best for the team. He's a bad person. Buzzer beaters are the greatest thing ever. Is he talking – so he's talking if if his team is down two or three points. I'm sure he takes the shot if that's the case. Well, he's just talking – just generally Well, here's the thing. At the end of every quarter, there's a chance for a buzzer beater. And the Yes, Oklahoma, there is. Uh, I see what you're saying. The Oklahoma City Thunder coach apparently had to talk to his players into trying to score points no matter how long the odds are. <laughs> what? <laughs> we talked to go about seven weeks ago maybe, a couple months ago, we talked about it, Brooks said. I said, we have to shoot that shot. There's still time in the game. Shoot it. The only time we don't shoot is if we're up and it's the last second because you don't want to do that. Yes, you do. Every
1: <laughs> time you have a chance to shoot the
0: ball, right as that beautiful loud noise, Arrgh! swish. Oh, God, it feels good just thinking about it. Now, right after this, now someone interviewed the players and was like, uh, this is the best part of the thing. Is They talked to Eric Manier, one of the players. He said, yeah, he said something to us about, about, about that. He said, I be peeping some of y'all be doing that. But he knows me. I'm going to shoot it. (laughs) Uh. Which, Brooks is a white man. If he said, I'd be peeping some of y'all doing that, I'm like, all right. right." (laughs) Apparently, he has credibility with his players. Uh, Three in 205 shots from beyond half court have gone in this season. Of course. That's not bad. It's a long shot. but you still. Yeah. You want to take the shot. You know, it says something about the NBA that. You have to sit your players down and have a talk with them about trying to score points. I am really upset. I'm, like, shaking right now. I know for a fact this is something Rashid Walsh practiced a lot. And he actually made a couple. And, again, they were meaningless ones. He sent at least one game, I remember. It was a regular season game, but he sent one to OT by hitting from, from beyond half court. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's, uh, Shane Batty made an interesting point he, in, in an old interview. He said, Every heave is a plus play, but unfortunately, we're not judged on plus plays. We're judged on shooting percentages. I think they should take the heave out of the stat book. It's common sense, making it more like a walk or a sacrifice in baseball. Yeah. Basically, if it, if it goes in, it counts. If it doesn't, well, you weren't, it wasn't like you were jacking up an ill advised three. You yeah. were just trying to put it up there. Stop but, obsessing about your stats. And also, start doing I, something for the fans. How many? How many of these shots are you gonna throw up over the course of a season? Like, aren't we talking about like tenths of a percentage of your shooting percentage over? Maybe, I, maybe I, I, obviously they're thinking about it. So maybe I am just wrong about that. And well, it's also, entirely possible, I feel like but... uh, NBA people don't obsess over stats the way like you know in baseball. Yeah, there is a lot of things, but see, the thing is like that. In in in, in bat, you know, you are up to bat. You are never not going to try to get a hit. Yeah, it's a little different. Yeah. Anyway, what do we got in the show today? I'm an upset Phil. All right, Phil, we're going to ask you to leave because we have Alex Smith, 49ers, uh, yep. backup quarterback. He's already a little sensitive. We do not want you badgering him. Don't know who that is. All right. Well, perfect, because uh, I would like a burrito. Oh, well, I might as well just go to the store. I like your personal servant that I am. Thanks. Appreciate it. We also, Joel, we have uh, Guy Gagné. Yes, Guy Gagné. We're going to give him a call. Uh, he's he's obviously, he's beaten up the path. uh Following hockey teams all over Canada and the United States, NHL season back in the full swing, and our NHL expert is on the scene. And he's on the road a ton because they're playing so many games, they're playing a lot of games in a short I'm, amount of time. I have not gotten a hold of Gee so far this season, but I'm pretty sure that's because you know Gee's a hockey freak; he's got to be right in the thick of it. Right. Well, we'll talk some most disliked athletes. There was a poll. Ooh. Ooh. And uh, USA Today came out with The Most like Athletes. And Phil, do we have a weird sport? You're goddamn right we do. Let's get goddamn started. Yeah. Yeah. All right, this is exciting. This is a big get. Yeah, this is a this is a really big get. This is Not our only Super Bowl. As big Bo- as it was mid-season when we signed him on, but it's still pretty big. Right, but this is the biggest. This is the only Super Bowl participant, and I'm using the term loosely, obviously. Yeah. He was at the game uh, that we have. His, uh 49ers backup quarterback. Alex Smith. Yeah. Hey, how you doing there, Jordan? How are you doing there, Jordan? Uh, hey. Uh, hey. Hey, how you doing there? I'm good. Uh, Alex, uh, how are you? Yeah, I'm doing pretty good now. I'm doing pretty good. I got a lot of things in my life don't figure it out now. Did you have a stroke? Why are you talking no, like No, I didn't that? have a stroke. This is how we talk in the Big Easy. Are you, are you, this is how we talk down in the bayou. Are you, wait, are Where you still? Will we hunt Gator? Are you still there? Are you still in You're still new in Orleans? New Orleans? Yeah, of course. I'm still living down there in New Orleans it's my new hometown. 2 weeks ago. The Super Bowl's over. Yeah. The team left. The team got back in the plane They no, came back. I, well, I'm not You're, looking backward week. and I'm not looking forward. I'm looking present there. Jordan <laughs> and over there down the Joe down over there down. What are you What are you doing in New Orleans then? The uh, I I've I've got a I've got a new job. I'm a uh, VIP level at Cajun Encounters. Yeah. It's way better than Cajun Pride Swamp Tours. Those guys are a couple of con artists. I'm I'm sorry. That's right. What- I give I give bayou tours. You're giving you're giving bayou tours in right now? The swamp. A lot of people ever since they came out with that T V show down there called Swamp People, people got real interest in Gators and Swamps and Boy sandwiches, which is essentially just Fried seafood and mayonnaise. That well, sounds delicious. It sounds delicious. Re- yeah. They're really go down there, boy. Alex, they're Alex, really go down there, boy. Can now, I just go ahead and say, Alex, I've, I've heard you speak before. This is clearly they, an affected accent that you've put on. I I know that you don't speak like this normally. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about there, Joe. Okay. I'm just talking like because, a okay. normal right. Cajun man. No, I, I, don't, I don't know what you're doing getting a new job. <laughs> you, you were 6'2 and 1. In the regular season. Yeah. When you got injured against the Rams, you got a concussion. In that game, your last game, you were 18 for 19 and passes completed. You were the highest rated passer through 10 weeks. Yeah, I don't think you need a new job. I think you need to start thinking about maybe what your next move is. Do you think the 49ers are going to trade you? Do you think... They'll release you, and maybe you'll uh, sign with another team. Are you you demanding a trade? Are you going to potentially hold out a camp if you don't get traded? Well, this is what I'm thinking is going to be held in my future, Joan. Okay. I think that uh, come tomorrow, I'm going to be on a swamp boat, and I'm going to see all sorts of swamp shit like gators and shit and jumping fish, wild boars, crocodiles, uh, land sharks. Crocodiles uh, and land land sharks. Vines. Well, yeah, I imagine there's a and a lot of creepy little shacks where people live with their with their kids and their wife and the kids they had with their kids. Is it possible that you did not take being demoted from the starter position in San Francisco after playing this well? Like, did you maybe not take that particularly well, and that's part of the reason why you you started doing this? Don't, Joe. We all we all find new passions all the time if you keep your eyes open, dear. Did you know for a, did you know something that if you reach too far out from the boat, the gators think your fingers are little hot dogs. They're gonna chop them all up. I wouldn't have learned that being quarterback for no 49ers teams in in fancy San Francisco down there over in the West Coast with the city folk. Well, speaking uh, city folk, you're <coughs> to make eight and a half million dollars next year playing football. No, oh, I don't think I'm gonna make that much on the Swamp Tour. We no. live a much more simple life over there, but it's good. Unless the swamp tour business, as you should see how many in- crawdads I can eat. Though they're free, you could just dip your hand in the water, make sure there're no alligators oh, around. You can pull out crawdaddy. You can eat them raw. Yeah, yeah, Is that you could. That's healthy. crawl in- crawdaddies could. and moonshine. Yeah, I make moonshine out of alligator pee. I don't think that's moonshine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it makes me feel a little loopy. You know the, the Cleveland Browns the Kansas City Chiefs have been cited as the two most likely suitors for your talents. They both you know that if you you could throw marshmallows out from the Gators, the Gators are going to think that food they're going to eat them like candy. Okay. Uh, yeah, they think they're little babies. They look at they look at them little marshmallows and they say that there's some little human babies and they eat them all up. I'm starting to wonder just about the accuracy of all of the this, this swamp knowledge, too. Did you know that during our swamp tour, we keep a small baby gator in a cooler right behind the captain's chair? And when the moment's right, we pass him around so you can touch a real-life gator. The kids love it even more than the parents do, Joe Bagal, That's... Do you want a pole boy joke, no, I want you to... we've nope. seen interviews with you, Alex, what is? You know, you've praised uh, the Browns' new offensive coordinator, Nerv Turner, in the past. Do you think your talents would fit in you know, the Cleveland Browns system? Would you be open to a quarterback competition with Brandon Whedon? Well, I don't know if I know nothing about no football or throwing into football. You then. clearly know a lot of things about no, football, when, Alex. Well, let me tell you, down in the swamp, the locals live a lot different than them fancy football players with their houses with does on them. With their swimming pools without gators in them, with their wives with teeth if, if there's a swimming pool with a gator in it that is not a swimming pool that is that is a naturally occurring bottle body, this body is, part. This you is ex- extremely aggravating no i'm gonna I'm gonna go back to college so I can learn how to be a city folk. I'm gonna go to LSU and get my gator boat driving license. That's actually an admirable goal yeah, yeah. I, I'm, then I can be a boat tour captain like I am now by Don You know, I I learned a lot. I I know you're upset, Joel. I learned a lot in this interview, and I, I, for one, congratulate you on your new uh, course in life Would you mind if I gave a little plug here, Joel? Oh, absolutely. Wait, be my guest. What? We're going to... Yeah, all like- right. Well, make sure you sign up for the city tours as well if you want to see how the New Orleans city folk live down in the Mardi Gras Fair today down there. You can check out the cemetery tours where you can see a long lineage of all my ancestors drawn, born, buried down by the bayou oh, the by the You can it's see the them knot. plantation tours where we did them horrible things to those people in the past down there. Not- or you can see one of our combo tours with all of them combined, and you can save and still see the. A little baby alligator. <laughs> okay, that's. Thank you very much, I, Alice. I wish I'd gone to get burritos. Pleasure to be here. <laughs> top most disliked athletes. Boo. That's a good drop. Fuck you, yeah. dude. <laughs> yeah, we we started talking before the fuck you do drop. So there was a nice poll. A nice poll, a Nielsen poll. Oh, okay. Uh, that's USA nice. Today published of the top ten most disliked athletes. This according to the public. According to the public, people were surveyed here. Congress did not vote on this. Congress did not vote on it. It, it, Typical of our Congress, in action again (laughs) when it comes to disliked (laughs) athletes. We the people had to cover for their asses. Thanks, Obama. You know, he actually put a disliked athletes bill to Congress. It's been dwelling in committee. And and while, while, yeah, the Republicans and there's bipartisan support... For a Kobe Bryant disliked athlete <laughs> Well, bill. they tried and to put the required abortion rider on it, and it made yeah. it very hard Ooh. to pass out of the house. That required abortion rider kills almost all of the legislation. Right. I don't know it? why Barack Obama keeps forcing it <laughs> on every bill. Number 10. <laughs> <laughs> Tony Romo. Ooh. Oh, delicious ribs. Um, Boy, 10 episode episode one, Tony Romo. I would have thought... And more Dallas fans hate him than other mm-hmm. fans have an opinion on him. <laughs> yes. Wow. Uh, he's like, like, Tony Romo. I feel like I I feel like it's interesting that he's as hated as he is because Tony Romo, pretty good quarterback. I feel like the only people that actually hate him are Dallas fans every yeah. other week and people who have had him on their fantasy football team. Which, yeah. by the but way, as a fantasy quarterback, he's I've, I've had him. He's pretty good. Yeah, serviceable. Number yeah. nine, Kobe Bryant. Parenthetical nine. Rate? Kobe Bryant is nine. Yes. Do you think it would be higher? Yes, Kobe Bryant. Kobe, I, I raped someone, Bryant. Yeah, Kobe, well, I raped someone and got away with it, Bryant. But he was married at the time. Of course. Now, I, I I would actually like to use this time to uh, read Kobe Bryant's statement after all of that. Yep. Which mm-hmm. is, uh, I guess, kind of... It's not funny because it's not a funny situation, but it's no. funny in its double speak because basically he's saying, okay, I raped her in this. Yeah. Although I truly believe this encounter between us was consensual... I recognize now that she did not and does not view this incident in the same way I did. Yeah, That sounds uh, like I, <laughs> ju- I raped somebody. Yeah. yeah, that sounds like textbook definition of rape. I thought it was consensual. Apparently she did. Yeah. Well, that's actually. Guess what, Kobe? When defining rape, your opinion on whether or not it's consensual is totally irrelevant. <laughs> Number eight, Kyle Bush. I, wish I don't is, know who that is. I have no idea how Kyle Busch got there. Is he a race uh, Did Kyle Busch rape someone? No, no. I really, I, I was going to say, I really wish I knew a NASCAR fan that I could ask about this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Man. Why why Kyle Busch? I have no idea. Is he idea. really a race car driver? Yeah. I just said that because Bush is a brand of beer. Good job. Nailed, Nailed it. it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so apparently he's a jerk. Uh, number seven, Michael Vick. Oh. Yeah. He, he's been in the doghouse a long time now. Yeah. <gasps> but we should oh. give him a new leash on life. <laughs> Huh? Yeah. I think... After reading this pull, he must have been a little hot under the collar. <laughs> Did they write this pull down with a sharpie? <laughs> <Huh? laughs> what? Maybe. <I> don't... <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Phil. You're welcome. <laughs> you got any more? Uh, nope. Okay. I keep them all stored up, and I do them in short, fast bursts. <laughs> That was the email that I kept from you. Yes. Thank uh, you. Number six, Alex Rodriguez. Uh, what's funny Wait, is Alex Rodriguez, who lives here, Alex Rodriguez. Yes, that's right. I oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. You hate him. Everyone hates him, Phil. Why? Because Every- he's expensive. You- <laughs> Tim and I made snow angels the other day, and it was magical. Y- yes. We yes. went up to Big Bear. Yeah. <laughs> you guys had a fantastic time at Big Bear. I hope yeah. you enjoyed it. We're paying him an awful lot of money. Incidentally, mo- he's going to be suspended for the first 50 podcasts this Yay, year anyway fun. Because, of, because of his use of performance-enhancing drugs. It should be noted this survey was taken before, <laughs> before. <laughs> the most recent PED allegation. <laughs> what happened? There were more – uh, no, he's already been connected to performance-enhancing drugs before, but there was yeah. another report that just came out. This poll was conducted before that. Uh, oh, man. And he was still number six. Yeah, so last time he said, it happened before, it's not going to happen again. I feel really terrible about it. I've made mistakes in the past, but I've corrected them. And Everyone said, I don't know, you're still a douchebag. Nah, and that's fun. why he's, he's number harmless. five. And Leave him alone. No, he's not. N- he's- number five, Meta World Peace. <sighs> yeah. Only NBA player who's an enforcer yes normally a hockey term yeah well an enforcer for crowd discipline you can't change your name to world peace and expect me to change my opinion number four jay cutler wow uh, most respondents to this survey were his own offensive linemen <laughs> he must be really a fair. real bad guy then i just think that's yeah a little harsh on jay cutler i don't understand number how th- jay cutler is that high he's a pretty good quarterback number three tiger woods Although yeah. although most uh, survey respondents identified themselves as player haters, <laughs> yes yeah. so, okay. No. and right. frankly, if you're a waitress at friendlies, you must think he's pretty cool. <laughs> pretty cool. number two, and this is this is this is uh, quite the jump uh, from unranked on the yeah. previous poll. Manti Teo ha. <laughs> But don't. Oh, worry. it's Matt Tateo number two. No, it's because this poll was taken somewhat recently. He made the jump from unranked to number two. Wow. Uh, don't worry, you're a few years away from a Nielsen poll of 10 most forgotten athletes. Yes. So that's good news. And frankly, I don't believe this poll ever existed anyways. Oh. <laughs> and number one, say it with me now. Kobe Lance O'Brien. Armstrong. Oh, we already said Kobe oh, Bryant. Oh, that's right. You already said it. He was number nine. Lance Armstrong. We talked about rape, and uh, you know, I after can, everything he did for testicular cancer, <laughs> yeah, I had a little yellow bracelet. Someone gave me one. I can understand why this is the case. Completely unfair. First of all, A Rod. You know, A Rod. You know, Lance made a lot of people angry with the Oprah interview. He thought it was uh, going to be rehabbing its image, but a lot of people's like, yeah. You you are a dick, it turns out. Yeah. Well of course he's a dick. I all of these people are dicks. Are you telling me he's a bigger dick than Alex Rodriguez? Well, I don't know. I think when I think when Alex Rodriguez talked to uh what's his name what's her name? Uh I think Katie Couric, he actually came off as a sympathetic figure. Wait, what? Really? Yeah. yeah. With with his haircut and everything? Oh, especially with the haircut. Oh, Joel hates bad haircuts. <laughs> he's very traditional. <laughs> he likes and, it high yeah. and tight. And and LeBron James isn't even on this list. I'm Lance. Come on, Lance Armstrong. This is ridiculous. False well, staken. testicular cancer. Sheryl Crow. A lot of yeah, Sheryl did, Crow You know fans. what? You know what that is, folks. Every That's a, a vote road. for cancer. Is what that is. <laughs> Anybody who said Lance Armstrong is clearly pro cancer. I'm drawing that line in the sand. Most hated athletes. Boo. <laughs> hey, screw you, man. <laughs> All right, so th- this is good. We have on the phone now, joining us to talk some NHL. We've kind of ignored a hockey, Phil. Yeah, I know. I've I always ignore hockey. <laughs> well, now, it's going to be a little harder now because we're going to okay. be interviewing someone about hockey. That's fine. We'd like to uh, have join us our NHL analyst, Guy Gagnier. Hello? Can you hear us, Guy? Hello? You're on speakerphone. Hello? It's, it's Guy Gagné? Yes. yes. Bonjour. Oui. Oh, it's, it's Guy. I am here to say that uh, obviously the NHL lockout continues to be a terrible thing. Well. No well, hockey? It's terrible. No, 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 no. Guy. Guy, terrible. Guy. Guy. Terrible. No, what are you, you talking They're They're playing hockey now. The season started. It's it's going to be a shortened season. They're playing a lot of ga- that. You, you've been traveling, right? Following these teams? There's oui. been a lot of games in, in a short period of oui, time. Guy is. Totally up to date on all of these things. No, well, that's good because apparently we're going to talk to you about hockey for a while. Yeah, I want to talk oui, to you. About, he is totally prepared for these. Want to talk to you a little bit about the Boston Bruins? How do you think uh, they're starting out in their season? Start out pretty hot, right? Uh, we yeah, oui, Boston very hot. Goalie Tim Thomas is, as 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 we brilliant. I but no Tim Tim Thomas. He you know he was traded to the New York Islanders and they're doing terrible. Ah, oh, uh, well. Wee! Wee!
1: We. All wait, right, well, wait, hey. Wait, well, there's
0: a hockey team called the Islanders? That sounds pretty tropical. That's, they play why why would you say tropical? Oh, okay. No, uh, it just sounds tropical. No one's talking about tropical. Okay, I, well, I, well, you know, let's, let's talk about the defending champion and our hometown, Los Angeles Kings. Oh, well, obviously, the Los Angeles Kings are the hottest team in hockey right now. What? Well, no, actually, they have, they've been kind of stumbling. They haven't been. Playing up to the level of hockey that we last saw them playing. Oh, we? Oui. I mean, they are getting hot. Oh, okay. I like the. Yes, thank you. What was that? Guy, Wait, what was that? Another, 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 another. I heard something over the phone. Uh, Guy, is, Guy is in Toronto right now, following following hockey. My police. Right. No, that's the team there. Okay. Well, you know, let's let's talk a little bit about uh, Calgary, right? How do you how do you think uh, this big injury is going to affect them here? Oh, well, I mean, he's obviously a big injury, but with uh, Mika Kiprasov in the in the nets, they'll be able to work their way through. No, that that's who's hurt. Mika Kiprasov, the goalie, the Calgary Flames, he's hurt. Oh, uh, w- w- we... That's the injury they're dealing with. Uh, we... are off to a... S- the the, the symbolic presence of... Jordan, Jordan, I'm using my powers of deduction. May I run down exactly what I've gathered from this? Absolutely. First of all, we have Guy, who's supposed to be a hockey expert, and he doesn't appear to know anything about what's going on this hockey season. B, I think I hear some sort of beach noise in the background, something that would imply this is more of a tropical environment, not Canada like he says he's in. And C, Guy Kanye, you're a liar. Admit it. We oui, it is true. When the lockout began I thought for sure they would not have a season. The sides were so far apart and everyone is so stupid. Ugh. So I went to Bermuda and I've been there ever since and Oh it is so nice here. It is so so beautiful the, 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 the beach, the sun and Well so you're I, busted, Gee. Yeah, now man. let's see who you would, really are. There would be no season. Ta- you have to take off your mask over the phone because I'm gonna see who you really are. No, I'm I'm still Guy Gagné. I just oh I have not seen any hockey games. I was unaware that they were playing again. I've never uh, had the powers of deduction before. I was gonna I, say I was I'm, getting cocky. I'm glad I'm glad one of us had the power to deduce things because yeah. I know I don't. No, I've never had it in the past. I'm pretty happy with myself. I kind of want to go solve uh, rape crimes like SVU. <laughs> How did you guys get these numbers? Sandals Resort in Bermuda. It's a great... Well, you know, a d- excellent you know, it's probably the intern. Yeah. He does all of our bookings. Yeah. Hey, A-Rod! Did you get... How... Oh. Yeah, A-Rod. A-Rod me. I hate that guy. All I hate right, that Gees. guy so much. Guy, I- I'm tremendously disappointed in you. I'm sorry. Life. Well, now that I know they are playing hockey again, I guess I... ...return to Canada. You know what? How about you just sit out this season? Stay in Bermuda. You're having a good oh. time. Thank you, Jordan! You are like a fresh baguette on July. I don't know what that means. On Bastille Day. All right. Thank you very much, Guy. For you, the listeners of Sports, Sports, Sports Podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. weird sports. Lay it on us. This week's weird sport? Land diving. Oh god. Yeah, oh god indeed. That, this sh- That it, sounds like a dressed up version of falling. Uh is the is the is the aka name uh spinal injuries? Uh no. also known in some countries as oof? No, actually land diving uh is known in the local Sa language as gull. And as in Bislama as Nangol, oh, or probably local... Nangol. Well, since we're so familiar with those languages, the region that it's in is is obvious. To well, yeah, it's uh, it was it's performed by the men of the southern part of Pentecost Island in Vanuatu. Yes. Exactly. Vanuatu oh. being uh located in which hemisphere? well they they speak Sa and uh, Bislama there. Well, Bislama. Yeah, yeah, obviously. So just for our viewers at home, which wait, where the hell is that? Uh, uh I want to say it's by New Zealand. I want to <laughs> say Is this weird sport a fake sport? <laughs> no, no, it is uh, I should have just got off the phone with Guy Gagne. Apparently, he has not been to a single hockey game. I know this it's either Southeastern Asia or off the coast of Australia. We've been hoaxed once today. Yeah. No, no. Okay. Okay. Well, maybe if I get into more detail, you guys will believe me. Okay. Right. It's a precursor to bungee jumping where <laughs> men jump off wooden towers around 20 to 30 meters or 68 to 98 feet high with two tree vines wrapped around their ankles. Land diving is done without any safety equipment. Uh, The tradition has developed into a tourist attraction. According to the Guinness World Records, the G-Force experienced by those at their lowest point of the dive is the greatest experienced in the non-industrialized world by humans. Wow. The whiplash coming from land diving. Yeah, it seems like you watch bungee jumping and you think, oh, it's kind of springy and fun. It seems like if you did it with just a piece of rope, would not be so fun it would just, just i like, thought ah, the most oh, g-force God. experienced in the non-industrial world was with the tribal chief's daughter oh <laughs> find my g-force <laughs> <laughs> uh the g-force is a myth well it, yeah it's, it doesn't really exist i agree well let's get a little into the background because this is the part that really drew me to this weird sport the origin of land diving d- is described in a legend of a woman who was dissatisfied with her husband Tamali or some version of that name. It is sometimes claimed that the woman was upset that her husband was too vigorous regarding his sexual wants. So she ran into a forest. Her husband followed her, so she climbed a banyan tree. Tamali climbed after her. And so she tied uh, lianas to her ankles and jumped and survived. Her husband jumped after her, but did not tie Liana's to himself, which caused him to plummet and die. The men performed the original land diving so that they would not be tricked again. <laughs> so spousal rape is occurring. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the wife runs away. Yep. Climbs up a tree. Yeah. Foolish move. Tom Ali can climb a tree. Duh, he, duh. he lives in a fucking jungle. He he's, can climb a tree. And he's a man. And this is a very misogynist story, so he's a man. Yeah. She jumps off the tree, wisely attaching vines to her feet so she does not die. You say wisely. I say that it's womanly trickery. <laughs> <laughs> and Tamalee jumps after her, perhaps not noticing or not believing he needs vines. Uh, I'm just going to jump up this tree. He dies. Yeah, of course. And now other men are in the village are like, fuck, okay, this could happen to any of us. Yeah. We really need to practice some vine safety. Right. And jump so we don't fuck this up forever i in this love situation. that the moral of the story is man if you're raping your women be smart about how you chase her while she runs away in fear now in fairness it doesn't specifically say rape it says she was dissatisfied with the vigorousness it could have been consensual uh that's wikipedia enjoying... speak for rape well no that that's that's dissatisfied with the frequency the, uh, yeah, but vigorousness sounds like he's being violent in the sack and she's saying no. Maybe. You're right. Maybe okay, they just yeah, beforehand okay. they didn't go over limits. Right. They should, should have, have had a safety word like Because <laughs> that's what all the words of this article sound like. And also, in fairness, you know, us is clearly not the sharpest tool in the shed. No. He jumped out of a tree just because. Yeah. Even though, I mean, it's it's it's. Difficult to see how he would have seen his wife do it with vines and then opt not to do it with vines. Yeah. I'm not sure I understand that thought process. You might you might be saying to yourself right now, this sounds a little backwoodsy. It sounds a little bit a little tribal, right? No, no. Not so did not have that reaction. Not so, because this ritual is performed during the annual yam harvest. Oh, and the yam, and yam harvest. And what tribal is... society would have some big flashy city thing going on? Like an annual yam harvest. Uh. (laughs) And bit loses steam. The villagers believe that, uh, that land diving can actually enhance the health and strength of the divers. A successful dive can remove the illness and physical problems associated with the wet season. They get a lot of disease during the wet season. Is, is the wet season they describe when everyone's got diarrhea? Is that? Oh, Joel, that's gross. Don't be crass. <laughs> Bathroom humor. Come yeah, on. Yeah, seriously, uh, we're better than that. We'll bring poopy, poopy, fart, <laughs> fart. No, that's not in the article. Uh, no, but uh, in the Saw language, uh, "gull" refers to both the tower and the land dive. They jump off a tower. The tower symbolically represents a body with a head, shoulders, breast, belly, genitals, and knees. The diving platforms represent the penises, and the struts beneath them represent the vaginas. Are you serious? Right yeah. No, I'm reading this directly I'm having from the article. i a lot of trouble envisioning what this looks like. Okay, well, I'm going to break down exactly what it looks like. So they build this during the dry season. I'm going off book right now because I've actually <laughs> studied this. They build it during the dry season. It's like a 100-foot a, like a tall thing made out of sticks kind of like Lincoln Logs, except they're sticks that are built... Horizontally and vertically that are stacked together. Okay. Um. So there, that's kind of looks like a big rickety stick pile. <laughs> yeah. In the shape of a person. No, not really. Like burning man. There's there's parts of it that are representative of people, but it just looks like a big stick pile. <laughs> <laughs> like there's there's shapes that are there. Um. Yeah. And this it is r- the thing that they're. I mean, because here's the thing. Even if you are affixing, like like everything about this is dangerous. You could you could you could give yourself too much vine and just hit the ground oh sure you're you're dropping and coming to a quick stop that's that's just a ridiculous amount of force being exerted in your body all sorts of terrible things could happen everyone knows you shouldn't dive after eating yams absolutely yeah. you could cramp right totally but but here's the thing all of those dangers are also basically all working off the idea that you're you're fixing your vines when you jump to a reliable and sturdy platform right Which it sounds like they're not doing. Well, you can't see this at home, but I'm going to show Joel and Jordan uh, an image. Yes. Uh, There's a YouTube video that I watched. We're going to watch it. Why don't you listen to our audible reaction? So there's one uh, that was shot with a GoPro. It looks like GoPro probably sponsored this, but it's also been on a couple TV shows. Carl Pilkington's An Idiot Abroad is one of them. But um, as Jordan and Joel are now seeing, it looks like a tall, rickety stick pile. Very, very tall. Absolutely agree with that. Um I don't know if they're going to show the dive There's in this video. I haven't pulled up the one, but it's it's beautiful. There's two guys sitting there at the ground at the bottom. Yep. yep. People uh, go to the top. He's there jumping. goes. He's jumping and didn't quite die. Oh. Yep. He also, yeah. He, he <laughs> you gave himself gr- way too much fine. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that's the thing. You jump. Outward yeah. from the tower, right. the vine s- pulls you back, and so when you hit the ground, you've, you've lost a lot of your velocity. Exactly, yeah. You jump forward so that the spring back actually you slows still, you down to go back. But you still hit the ground. Absolutely. Right, that's how you cure the diseases from the wet season, Joel. A lot of disease I in the wet season. I did not think that people were hitting the ground in this. I thought, like, bungee jumping, you were falling most of the oh, way. Oh, no, that, this was a that's precursor to bungee diving. jumping, Joel. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and say, I think bungee jumping is probably a significant evolution from uh, land diving. One would think. I don't want to be culturally insensitive here. But Sounds like you are. Yeah, I guess I am. Well, the diver does cross his arms over his chest to prevent injury of the arms. <laughs> and the head is tucked in so his shoulders can contact the ground. Ow. Therefore, the divers risk a number of injuries, such as broken neck or concussion, but they don't break their arms. <laughs> so that's good. Yeah. Yeah. But for boys, land diving is a rite of passage. After the boys are circumcised at the age of seven or eight, uh, (laughs) Ah, the boys can participate in the ritual. When a boy is ready to become a man, he land dives in the presence of his elders. His mother holds a favorite childhood item like a piece of cloth. That's the kind of items they have. <laughs> After completing the dive, the item is thrown away, demonstrating the boy has become a man and is ready to take on an eight-year-old bride. Uh, guess what? I think if you get circumcised when you're eight, that's when you become a man. Yeah. I think that's, that's. I, I can imagine you'd be like, oh, what, you want me to jump off this platform? Sure. Not a big deal, because I still remember the time you guys cut skin off my penis. Well, Joel, don't worry. Someday you'll become a man. And that brings <laughs> us to an end of another Wii Weez- U Weez- Citizens of podcast land. That brings us to the end of another sports, sports, sports podcast. Before we go, we'd like to give you our contact information with the thought in mind. Please let us know why Kyle Bush is a jerk. Yes, yeah, please. Like uh, if you want, you can even tweet at us. Hashtag Kyle Busch is a jerk. Let us know. Yeah. At sports the number three podcast, but I'll get to that later. You can email us at sportsportsportspodcast sports, at gmail.com. That's sportsportsportspodcast sports, at gmail.com. You can tweet at us at sports the number three podcast That's at sports the number three podcast. And please hashtag Kyle Bush is a jerk. You can find us on Stitcher Radio. Download the Stitcher app today. And search Sports 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 Podcast. Download the Stitcher app. It's fun. You can find us on Facebook by searching Sports 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 Podcast, your little top bar thingy. You can find us on YouTube by going to youtube.com slash comedypodnet to see all of our episodes in there. You can comment and like it. I would appreciate all that. Subscribe, all that crap. Uh, You can find us on iTunes by searching Sports the Number 3 Space Podcast. That's Sports the Number 3, all one word. Space Podcast. Please rate and review while you're there. Or find all of our back episodes at comedypodcastnetwork.com. Something just occurred to me. What's yeah, that, Joel? We we pay for Guy Gagne's travel budget because he he's supposed to be traveling for the podcast. Did anybody check any of those statements? Well, A Rod was the uh, one he that does. A Rod was responsible for. A Rod, hang on, I got the bill here. Jesus Christ! Thirteen dollars for a tie? Oh, that's, can't that's that. it. No, lights off.